Dearly beloved in Christ, in this Mass, we want to look critically at the life of St. Monica, whose feast we celebrate today. This morning, um, I changed the course somehow from what I'm going to say this evening. This evening, as we celebrate St. Monica, we are called to emulate some qualities in her. Dear friends, before St. Augustine, the, the, whose feast we are celebrating tomorrow, so to speak, was when he was a child, we are told that he was a young man who gave into passion, into vice and lust. If you read his confessions, the book of his confessions, you will see all that. He was a young man who gave into passion, vice and lust. He had a deviant behavior and an endless pursuit for pleasure. And this was a great cause of anxiety for the mother who prayed in tears, years upon years, endlessly for his conversion. In fact, Monica, we are told, didn't only pray for the conversion of her son, she also prayed for the conversion of her husband, Patricius. In fact, we are told she prayed for 17 years for the conversion of St. Augustine and for almost 30 years for the conversion of her husband, Patricius. This was a woman who believed, first of all, in the power of prayer. If you read about her life, there is much we can learn from her to better our own spiritual lives, to journey fruitfully in our spiritual journeys and our relationship with God. There are some lessons we must learn from her. Friends, one, we must take note that she was a woman who persevered in prayer. You know, if you read Luke 18 verse 1, Jesus tells us about the parable of the woman who went to the judge and we are told in the verse 1 that Jesus gave this parable to teach us that we should never give up when we pray. This is the attitude of St. Monica. She believed in the power of prayer so much so that she never gave up. She prayed for 17 years. Even on her deathbed, she still believed God. Think about that. This is a woman of faith. If she never believed in the power of prayer, she would have given up even after one year. There are many of us here this evening, some of us have given up on our prayers, on our dreams, because it's not forthcoming. Friends, the vision is for an appointed time. Don't give up on your faith. Don't give up on your faith. Be like St. Monica. She never gave up. The hardship she went through, the pain she went through, for all these 17 years for St. Augustine and for 30 years for her husband, who sometimes even abused her. But this woman of faith never gave up. Luke 18:1. Friends, revisit your dream. Don't give up. Trust God. God can do it. She did it after 17 years for St. Augustine and after 30 years for the husband of St. Monica. Imitate the untiring faith, the persevering faith of St. Monica. Friends, 
That is the first lesson we have to learn from this humble woman, the mother of St. Augustine. The next thing I want to take note of before we move to the next point is this. Like all mothers, friends, you may be struggling with your child. Maybe they are into addiction of one thing or the other. Friends, be like St. Monica. Ask for St. Monica's intercession and persevere and persist in prayer every night, every day. Ask St. Monica's intercession for your children. Don't give up on your children. God can transform them. Can you imagine what a gem we would have lost as a church if Monica had not persevered to pray for her son, Augustine? Imagine the great theology, the great ideas in theology we have had through St. Augustine. So please don't give up on your child. The tougher it is for you, for your child, the tougher you should also be. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Friends, reverse it. Pray for your children. Don't give up on your children. There is a lot ahead of them. They are destined for, gra for greatness. That explains precisely why the enemy is attacking them, so to speak. That explains why it is tough, but you have to be tough also. When the going gets tough, only the tough gets going. Friends, one other thing we can learn from St. Monica this evening is this. St. Monica was a woman of patience. St. Monica was a woman of patience. Friends, she believed in Hebrews 6, 12. Hebrews 6, verse 12. Let's take it. St. Monica believed in Hebrews 6, 12. It says, we do not want you to become lazy, but to be like those who believe and are patient, and so receive what God has promised. We do not want you to become lazy, but to be like, to be like those who believe and are patient, and so receive what God has promised. Hebrews 6.12. You know, she was patient. She was not lazy. That is why she kept praying. Friends, prayer is work. Prayer, in fact, is hard work. A lazy person cannot pray. A lazy person cannot pray and will not appreciate prayer. Prayer is labor, is hard work. The scriptures are very clear on that. So Hebrews is telling us that we should not be lazy. Monica was not lazy. Say Monica was not lazy. She was a believing person who was patient. Faith that is genuine is also patient. We must take note of that. Imagine her patience for 17 years for Augustine and for 30 years for her husband. That is faith. Faith is also patient. Genuine faith is patient. But to be like those who believe and are patient, when you believe, you will be patient. When you are not patient, you are irritable, you are full of anxiety, is a sign of unbelief sometimes, honestly. But if you trust, you will be still. As the scripture said, be still, Psalm 46, and know that I am God, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Once you commit it to God, God is the God who cannot fail, and he will honor his promises. Friends, we must learn to be patient and wait. It is difficult, but with prayer and meditation on the word of God, God will give us grace as he gave to Monica to be patient. God wants us to be patient. Friends, Romans 12, 12. Monica believed also in Romans 12, verse 12. Romans 12, verse 12 says, 
Let's look at it. Romans 12, 12. It says, let your hope keep you joyful. Be patient in your troubles and pray at all times. Friends, we see this in the life of St. Monica. Indeed, her hope of Augustine's conversion kept her joyful. That kept her patient in her troubles. And she prayed at all times. Romans 12, verse 12. Take note of that. That is a verse worth taking note of. Friends, we must rejoice in the hope we hope for. In the hope we look to. She looked on to the conversion. She saw with the eyes of faith the conversion of her husband and the conversion of her son. We are celebrating again tomorrow. The mother saw it, the possibility of it. She never was discouraged. She saw the conversion by faith. And so she persisted in prayer. Begin to picture what you are praying for. Visualize it. See it happening. Because once we begin praying for something, God begins to answer. And the more we pray and wait, the more we draw closer or the more or the, the closer that item, whatever we're praying for, draws closer to us. So don't give up on your faith. Be like Saint Monica. As noted earlier, Monica's husband, we are even told, was often overcome by rage and irrational action. In other words, she ab he abused her. But this woman never gave in. She never gave up and she never gave in to all this torture. We are told, if you read the Confessions of St. Augustine, we are told that her timing was exemplary, which certainly was not an easy way to handle these situations. Giovanni Fabio Falbo, a priest and a scholar in the writings of the Church Fathers, writes, When um, Patricius verbally lashed out in anger against her, Monica did not respond, but she responded kindly. She wasn't responding also angrily, but she responded in kind. Although she might have been tempted to lash back at him, Monica refrained from saying anything that might further provoke the wrath of her husband. Gradually, this anger slowed down, and finally it calmed him down and led to his conversion. Friends, it can be frustrating sometimes, especially parents, as you pray for your children, they keep or uh, continue misbehaving. Friends, don't be intimidated by that. And don't, don't let that discourage you to give up. Persist and persevere like Monica. Monica never gave in to anger. She sought the face of God anytime she was getting irritated. And that calmed her down. And at the end, she was victorious. Friends, the third point I want us to look at this evening is that Monica was a woman who believed in fasting and prayer. Monica believed in fasting and prayer. We are told, if you read about her, we are told that in her early life, Monica was taught that small sacrifices would ultimately help her achieve greater sacrifices. And so she indulged in a regular practice of fasting and prayer, fasting from food and drink and offering up such hardship as a means of connecting herself to the cross of her Lord. Victories in small battles help us conform our lives to tackle larger ones. Friends, Monica believed in fasting and prayer. Have you ever fasted for your child? Have you ever fasted about that issue that looks difficult? Have you ever fasted on that challenging issue you are praying about? Friends, it is time to fast. Mark 9, 29, 
Jesus makes it very clear that there are some things that can only go except through fasting and prayer. There are some things that can only go except by fasting and prayer. You love fun so much. Some of us love so much food, so much drink. We don't want to give up anything. Friends, it is time to lay aside some pleasures and embark on fasting and prayer, on what we are praying for. Fasting and prayer was part of Monica's life, and that finally yielded, in the, uh, yielded the conversion of her husband and Augustine. Friends, if you believe in your vision, if you, if you believe in your dream, it is worth it laying down your stomach and praying about it. Make some time, set aside a day in a week or some weekends and engage in fasting and prayer. Friends, why did Jesus himself fast? Fasting is mandatory somehow for us as Christians. Fasting is mandatory. Whatever Jesus did, we are called to do. Jesus fasted. Monica fasted, so to speak. We are called to emulate. Friends, if we want to grow in faith, if we want to grow in our work with God, we must learn to make fasting and prayer part and part of our Christian life. If we want to be effective, if we want to grow, if we want to succeed in our Christian life, fasting and prayer must be integral in our lives. The fourth point I would like to make is, Monica had a faith that was expectant. Monica had an expectant faith, a childlike faith in God. She had an expectant and a childlike faith in God. In Matthew 7, 7, Jesus says, ask and you will receive. Monica asked for the conversion of her son and her husband. And because she believed in these words, ask and you will receive, she received already by faith. And so she never relented. She never gave up. Even, things were work, even when things were working contrary, she trusted God. She hung on to the promise of God. And she hung on. Friends, that is what expectant faith does. You pray, you trust, and you know in your spirit, in your inner man, even though external forces or external factors may be contrary to what you have asked for, you still hold on to God, hold on to his word. Mark 11:24 confirms and says, believe whenever you pray, whatever you pray for, believe, and it will be yours. That is the faith of Monica. She believed for 17 years. Friends, this is a woman of faith. We are called to emulate her. She believed her continuous prayers and persistence for the good of her husband and her son drew itself from a level of faith that goes beyond hope. Friends, we must rise above hope and go to faith. Faith, hope, and love. Friends, this woman believed. She had an expectant faith. That is the faith of Monica. And that is what we are called to. Expectant faith. Childlike trust in God. Friends, we get this as we continue to come for Mass and meditate on the Word. We get this as we spend time in prayer. We get this as we read the Word of God, as we go for adoration and benediction. Friends, God increases our faith. God gives us the childlike faith. Let us spend time on the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. The more we hear and understand and believe the word, the more faith we will have. Friends, this is not a joke. Let us imitate Monica. We will get results for our prayers.
The last point I would like to make is that Monica was somebody who also trusted in the help of others, true Christians. Monica sought the, the help of St. Ambrose, we are told. She also sought the help of Bishop Antigonus of Madaura. If you read the confessions, we'll get all this information. Friends, she didn't rely on herself alone. She sought the help of St. Ambrose, who later mentored somehow St. Augustine. St. Augustine fell so much in love with the preachings of St. Ambrose. Friends, reach out for help from your priests, from your pastors. Reach out for help from very experienced Christians, Christians who have, who, who have faith, who are walking practically with God, so to speak, who are living the faith honestly and sincerely, reach out to help. Galatians 6 verse 2 says, we should help each other carry our burdens. Monica was that humble. She believed in that. And so she reached out. She presented her case, her son, to St. Ambrose for help. Friends, let us not limit ourselves. Let us not be isolated. Let us not live as islands. Friends, no man is an island, but we need one another. Let us be humble like Monica and look for genuine help. Genuine help. Help that will be based on the scriptures. Help that will be based on the principles of the word of God. Help that is genuine and objective. Let us reach out and look for such help. We pray that in this evening mass, God will help us to truly emulate the example of Monica, Saint Monica. Saint Monica, the woman of faith. This is a woman of faith. May God cause us to be like her. She loved the scriptures. She loved the scriptures. And in fact, that is very clear. Her example, her life is very clear and explicit in the first reading. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians, in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We ought to thank God always for you, brothers and sisters, as is fitting because your faith flourishes evermore. And the love of every one of you for one another grows ever greater. Monica's love for Augustine and the husband grew even greater as she prayed. That is what St. Paul is talking about in the letter to the Thessalonians, the second letter to the Thessalonians. We are made to understand, accordingly, we ourselves boast of you in the churches of God regarding your endurance and faith in all your persecutions. Monica endured in her faith, despite the persecutions she went through, especially in the hands of her husband. We are told that this is evidence of God's judgment, so that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are suffering. Your suffering is not in vain. Your suffering will produce results. God is for you. St. Paul says, we always pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling and powerfully bring to fulfillment every good purpose and every effort of faith. Every effort of faith will be rewarded by God. It will not go unnoticed. And that is why the responsorial psalm will end it by saying, proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations, Psalm 96. So we are called to proclaim God's marvelous deeds as he answers our prayer. And we can begin to even testify by faith. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all you lands. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. 
As we pray and trust God, we will be people who are joyful, who will sing praises to God in anticipation of answer. This is the attitude of St. Monica. We pray for this grace in this Mass, that God will help us to have an expectant faith, an enduring faith, an unwavering faith, a persevering faith, and a patient faith, like, and a childlike faith, like St. Monica. We pray for this grace in this Mass. May we rise and present some intentions to the Lord.